Yes, praise the Lord, it's chat time once again. This week we will continue our discussions of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So this week I want to talk about some current events. And uh, I want to start with this. You know, someone sent me an article, a, a, like a little newsletter. And in this newsletter um, for the month of May, uh, she was talking about these dolls that she's a mother a, a young mother and has very young children and she was talking about how she bought her child her daughter um plush doll and she got it from it the website is called shininglightdolls.com and it they have they have plush dolls and then they have I think other kind of dolls that are not plush but they're kind of hard they have books and accessories and stickers and prayer cards and gift cards they have fabric and you know some free downloads where you can download some but it's all kind of religious stuff and it's geared toward children and in there she showed how um, so I had to go to this website and look at these dolls and they have a doll 
for Jesus, a doll for Our Lady of Guadalupe, a doll for a doll for um, Sacred Heart of Jesus, um, all the saints, M Mother Mary, mm. and, and they're about ten inches tall, and they rate they average like maybe twenty five dollars or less, and. Um, so I wanted to talk about this because they had all, all different saints, some saints I never even heard of, you know. In this newsletter that I got, she was saying that her little girl was so happy with her little doll and she would cuddle it and, and when she went to bed and then she, one day she asked her, Mommy, do I look like Our Lady of Guadalupe? Do I look like you know and she was asking questions and i and i know that they explain to them to the children about faith and they but what do you think about getting a doll that and i think they even have mother mary when she's pregnant with jesus um i don't know what do you think about it now i know i showed everybody here what the dolls look like and they're just little dolls, like 10 inches or so. But um, do you think that's a good practice? I, I don't. Of religious dolls? No, I don't think it's a good practice to, only in this sense, especially in these yet to be United States. The, the way that they design the dolls, unless the doll is specifically uh, connected to some type of race, you know, then the default for the doll, and I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to be uh, biased here, but the default for the doll is Caucasian. So, so unless it says Our Lady of Guadalupe. Well, uh, Our Lady of right. Guadalupe looks like Hispanic she's, or Latino. Right, Latina. she's got darker skin. Right, so, so she looks like Latina, but supposing she was, supposing, uh, Supposing she wasn't of darker skin. Jesus she, doesn't look like he has dark right. skin. Or but but supposing Our Lady of Guadalupe wasn't darker skin. They, that's an assumption that they're making because she's Latina. But that's not necessarily true. They come in all shades. You know, just like black people come in all shades. Just like even, even when it comes to, to white people, they're not all the same. They, they, you know, the shade. I mean, I was so surprised. You know, they're, I've seen people of... of, of who have had afros because of whatever it is in their in their bloodline you know red hair but afros just the same and so i think it it subtly teaches racism it actually teaches a person to identify with with a saint or with a cause by skin color well what about your faith though i mean the the website says that it teaches children to associate positive emotions with their faith I don't it think so. uh, teaches them it, it cultivates a well-rooted faith and I don't gives think them so. a sense of security oh, and comfort i don't think so peace baloney I, I i think that what they're doing is setting the, the children up not to walk by faith they're, they're walk that's walking by sight and well, i don't think that it is healthy to teach children that they're playing with saints and uh, it's like they're putting them in a category where saints are looked at as being toys and i don't think that teaches faith at all i'm thinking that 
when when you're trying to instill a child to think in terms of faith, they shouldn't. I, I believe when they grow up, they're gonna. They shouldn't have to picture in their mind a person in the sense that, like like we see when people have uh, images of Christ with long flowing hair, blue eyes, whatever. That's not teaching faith. And when I was a child, and we used to go to Sunday uh, school, they used to pass out these little cards. And then on the cards, they would have the, the, the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. And he had long blonde hair. Oh, and I he, never had yeah. a blonde Jesus. Yes, he had he like long blonde hair or light. We see people Brown within our culture. Or dark. Or within, when I was coming up, anything that was light color like that, whether it was light blonde or bright blonde or it was blonde, you know. So he had this light brownish, blondish hair. He had uh, like, like blue eyes. And so you grow up thinking Christ is white. See, so you, you're not thinking in terms of spiritual you're thinking in terms of natural because as a child that's ingrained in you a matter of fact we almost had a we had basically a riot because somebody <laughs> painted a black christ and the people it was how dare he you know it, it's, it's you're teaching a person to associate i can understand what you're Lord. saying i can understand what you're saying but growing up in the catholic church mm-hmm. And being a different culture, mm-hmm. I, I hit mom and dad would give us these, uh, take us to church, and then we had these little books and um, like storybooks, you know, and, and that would just keep us quiet in church and I, me for sure, because mm-hmm. I would look at the, I would read the stories and I would look at the picture and. And, you know, even at home, if mom would read the story to us, she said, look at that's Jesus and that's Mary and that's, but I didn't think in terms, and maybe because I'm not in your culture, mm-hmm. I never thought anything different that it's teaching me that it's, um, <laughs> right. It, I never thought in terms of racism or, or anything. And I think you have to get to a point. I'm, me personally, I can't speak for everybody else, but I know that there was something inside of me that um, reverenced the Lord, you know, even when I was little. And and then it, I had some kind of a faith growing up, and I would be praying, not that I pictured what was in the picture book I never pictured Jesus that way you know but, uh, but I think you have to get to a level of maturity to know that Jesus is Jewish and Jewish people aren't always but you'd be surprised at the number of people who never get to that level of, right, of maturity I that. And I, I met this uh, this, this lady uh, she was Catholic, she was Polish, and we were just, and she was anti-Semitic, and though she was supposed to be Christian, because mm-hmm. there's a certain type of subtle uh, bias or hatred towards the Jews that's taught in Christian churches, and I was so surprised, the people who are supposed to be saints, how how they have this bitterness towards Jewish people. And I said, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And, See, I, and said, I was brought up the opposite. I right. Was, but you'd you be know, surprised it's like those little... are God's chosen people. Right. Jewish but... people are God's chosen people. And you better watch what you say about them. Right. You but you'd be surprised anything. that the number of people say they crucified Christ. So they had this 
this negative feeling towards them. They crucified our Savior. So I'm talking to her, and she's, and I, when I realized how anti-Semitic she was, I said, you do realize that Jesus is Jewish. And her mouth fell open. Mm-hmm. Because in all the years, and she was an older woman, mm-hmm. she never thought of Christ as being Jewish. And in, in, in the the image, I'm pretty sure, that she had in her mind, if she had to imagine Christ, would not have been of, of, of a Jewish person with, with the beard, you know, uh, a Nazarene with the, with the long hair, the unshaven beard, you know. I, and I don't know whether he had black skin, olive skin, white skin. I have no idea because the Lord, when he talked in terms of his physical appearance, only said that he, it wasn't he, anything that he should be desired when you looked upon him. So this, this, this was just why I find it difficult even to watch uh, movies to try to portray Christ. You know, Everybody's I just everybody's got their own right, but, but picture the, in their head. Yes, but the picture in their head almost always without fail leans towards Caucasian, and I could see why a lot of Jewish people would have problems with it. You know, and I don't think that it's healthy. I think that it teaches a type of of idol worship. It's just like you, you're worshiping the, the image. Yes. I can understand how you feel, but me, what I thought when I see these movies, mm-hmm. when I hear, <laughs> even when I hear people reading scriptures, or but in movies, it's like they are talking so holy. Right. And thou art. <laughs>
when you take communion, how important that was, that that's not just a piece of bread, that's not just anything, that, you know, it was Jesus himself, the bread that you're eating, the body of Christ, you know, and then it made me think about stuff like that. The nuns really, at the particular school that I went to, they had a way of teaching. Right. I don't think that you can instill that in a child. You can't. But when you when you mix apples with oranges, then you will have, you'll create a situation where the child begins to question. Because when I was coming up in the church, they had this, this picture of Jesus. And I'm looking at this picture, I'm thinking, you know, that really? You know, even as a child, that confused me. So there has to be a reason why the Lord told the Jewish people, his people, no images, no pictures of anything. You would not allow them to make any image. And, and, and rightfully so, and I believe the reason why God did it is because people have a tendency, if it becomes something they can see and touch, they have a tendency to view that as being the reality, and they worship it. So much so that even when they made the brazen serpent, they had to destroy it because the people began to worship it. So the Lord said, no images, nothing. So when you go into a, a synagogue, you're not going to find pictures of people and uh, things like that. And, 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 and I don't believe churches should have those. I don't believe they should have a cross with a man hanging on the cross. I, I, just, I just don't, I can't see it. Well, I mean, that's a difference. That, I mean, how we were brought up. Yeah, me too. I mean, they had crossed and everything up there, but but as a child, it caused me to question things. I can understand that. You know, and I can understand that there are a lot of people that don't ever get to that point where they cross over into faith. Right. You know, that they look past the image, they look past the statue, they right. look past the, you know, because they did, they had a lot of statues, I remember uh, in May, there's a May crowning, you know, mm -hmm. and you had to, we had to stand in front of the uh, statue of Mary, and then we sang and said prayers, and you know, I remember that so vividly. We'd probably be surprised at how many people probably reverence the statue, the statue itself. And I don't think I ever got to that point. You know, I know people asked me that, you know, before, that if something ever happened to that statue, if it would break, you, you probably would just fall apart. And it's, no, it's statue. It's a statue. It breaks. So you probably you know, wouldn't. Somebody else I, probably would say, oh, my goodness. You know, there's one thing in... in
just because. Mm -hmm. I did it because I was with my folks. I, you know, but after I got old enough, I didn't do it, you know, but I'm thinking to myself, do that I don't, right why would I have to do that what does that mean right I don't know what that means to me you know I understand right and um, so I know for a lot of people that means a lot it's reverencing right. the Lord it's honoring God it's like it's like what it, I don't know but for me it's like somebody else kiss this and I'm gonna get their germs now <laughs> right <laughs> oh that's what I was identify with the other. But I don't know what happened unless the Lord did that to me, you know? It's only because it's only because God put something like that inside of me to say that that's that's not because what something he within you seeking after the Lord seeking after truth, not not rituals. You know? I didn't need what what I needed was help. You know, even when I was little, I kept saying, Jesus, help me. I need help. I certain statues. I remember this particular one, the infant of Prague, and the nuns would say that, or this, it wasn't a nun, it was my fifth grade teacher, and she wasn't a nun, and she was saying that um, anyone who prayed to the infant of Prague would get their prayers answered, you know, and you know, so I, I listened to that, and I would pray, but never in front of the statue, never, you know, never, um, and it was later on that I realized that the infant of Prague was really Jesus, the baby Jesus in a different country, <laughs> you know, okay. but so you, I was actually praying to Jesus, and not really realizing it when I was younger, expecting my prayers to be answered, but not because of the of a statue or something right you know right but you know, it's, it, I can't explain it and if I had to explain it to my family I don't know if they understand. because some people they can't they can't divorce themselves from the idea of the physical which is why you find some people getting so upset when it comes to the flag and pledging their allegiance to something because right. when you can touch something and you see something for some reason, man has a tendency to glorify it. Now, you find other people who, who say no, you know. But but when you look at all those uh, pagan religions, all those false religions, one of the one of the main things that they have are images, statues. You know, uh, when when they had the Statue of Mars, you had the the Statue of Liberty, which people think so highly of, yeah, which, which is right. which is based upon the some gorgeous goddess or something, something, you know, that the French had. But and, and people reverence that that type. What what they could touch and see and, and and the Lord is saying no. So when when you find somebody who transcends that and walks by faith, you want to teach your child to walk by faith, not by sight. So you're saying the books that um, you know, because I think they make some books, you know, with Jesus and stories about the stories of the Bible. 
What, what about cartoons? I mean, and so, I mean you know, I, do you somehow... You don't, you don't believe in that either? Not necessarily, no. Not when it comes to try to portray the Lord. I think if you're going to do that, somehow... You know, because they have what those... What do they call those? Pick, uh, they have a whole big series, you know, when you go into the Christian bookstore or something. Right. Uh, they probably do, but see, but the the, the, the trouble with a, a lot of this is that you end up defaulting to a certain race or or representation based upon a certain race and their culture. And, and when you're teaching a child, they grow up thinking that's how that is, unless they ever make that leap of faith. But there there's a chance that they might not. And I just don't think it's healthy. I just I'm sorry. I just I just. It's possible that you could get your child a doll or, or a book or things like that and talk to them about it. And, uh, I don't think I would ever get uh, any child of mine or someone else's child. I, I would never buy them a saint action figure. <laughs> I just wouldn't do it because I don't I think they're toys. When I, you know, when I was working, uh, the judge that I was working for gave me a, a, a Jesus action figure. Right. And I found it kind of... Uh, irreverent or something. Right. I took it, you know, but I, you know, and it's kind of funny because he always, the judge always called me like Sister Mary Margaret because he thought I was always so holy. You know, <laughs> Sister Mary Margaret, how are you doing today? You know, but, um, but I found the, the Jesus action figure. Right. Kinda, yeah, I think it's just, uh, <laughs> it's, it's nonsense because faith and, and getting connected to the Lord you know, let's teach someone to open up their, their heart and asking God to open up their understanding, you know. And like the Lord said, the first, the first thing you want your child to do is to hear. You want them to hear. Yeah, I guess we got off on the tangent. I didn't expect to share so much about myself <laughs> growing up. But um, so we were, I was planning on talking about how you know, because this, this is terrible what's going on as a result of the, you know, home, you know, being homebound and, and shut down and the businesses being closed and how people are losing their livelihoods as a result of the COVID-19 and how I just read something today how, um, you know, they were buying all this milk from the dairy farmers and now they're down to dumping milk again and euthanizing that. their yes. their um, I don't know pigs and cattle and chickens and, and, and everything Stop and that doesn't make any sense so I wanted to talk maybe we can talk about that next week about how the Lord can bring people out out of the, whatever this is that we're in because he knows exactly what we're in he knows why we're in have to continue next week. Amen. I'm going to read to you from Ezekiel chapter 45, verse 10. It says, You shall have just balances and a just heat and a just bath. And God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord and let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, Why was the Sabbath made? And the answer is, 
The answer can be found in Mark chapter 2, verse 27, which reads, And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. This week's Food for Thought is, If you have mercy on the poor, what will happen to you? Hint, the Bible, and that's Food for Thought.